Hello and welcome to the Cancer Research UK Cambridge Centre podcast, the All About Radiotherapy series. This series is brought to you by the CRUK Radnet Cambridge programme in partnership with our lovely patient and public involvement and engagement group. On today's episode, I'm joined by my colleague Diana Dominguez to take a deep dive into what radiotherapy is, how it works, and to debunk a few myths around treatment. Deanna is a senior therapeutic radiographer here at Adam Brooks. She's been qualified since 2011, starting her training at Porto Portuguese Institute of Oncology and the Hospital de Jao in Porto before working the Birmingham radiotherapy as a clinical technologist, then coming to Adam Brooks in 2016. Deanna has recently completed her master's degree with a dissertation focusing on the impact of metabolic imaging in head and neck cancer treatment. So first up, what is radiotherapy? So radiotherapy is basically the use of radiation to treat cancer multiple types of cancer, not necessarily just one. Just to add to that, it's most commonly delivered with a machine called a linear accelerator. This uses high-speed electrons towards a metal target, and then they release the energy that forms radiation. So that's basically what radiotherapy is. We tend to use magnets and shielding blocks to help direct the radiation to the right place as well. So we can shield the normal tissues and healthy organs and bits so that we protect those and target at the cancer. So how does radiotherapy work? Radiotherapy works by aiming high dose radiation towards a person's tumour, which damages the cells and the DNA strands, which is the bit of a cell that has all of the code and instructions that the cells need to survive and do their job. So if we cause damage to the DNA or damage to the cell itself, it starts a process which the cells start to die. And that's what the radiation does. It travels through the healthy cells to get to the cancerous ones. But the normal cells can repair and get better, whereas the cancer cells are faulty, so they don't get better and they die away. Yeah, that's pretty much what I tell my patients is a very common question. How does this work? We can spread the treatment over a number of sessions or just deliver it in one. With some cancers, it's better to have a gap. So we treat in one time every day or a couple of times a day. And that means we've got a gap for the healthy cells to repair, whereas then the cancer cells don't have the time to repair. They just die away. So what is the patient pathway like? So radiotherapy is a long process normally, not necessarily. It might go from one day to at least six weeks. So for some patients, it will take a long time. So to start with, after you are diagnosed with cancer and your treatment has been decided, or at least a part of your treatment has been decided to be radiotherapy related, what we need to do by our starters for most of our patients is a CT scan. Our CT scans are not as good as radio as the diagnostic CT scans. We kind of just use it for electromapping. So realistically, it's just used to kind of create a mapping of our patients that we can calculate what we called the dose for the radiotherapy treatment just for that particular patient. This is not necessary for all the patients because as we explained before, radiotherapy 
kind of uses electrons that we transform into photons, which is kind of higher energy. But for some of our patients, if you're having an electron treatment, you not necessarily need a CT scan. But for most of our patients, I'd say around 90%, they will all have a CT scan. That will be done in a radiotherapy department by therapy radiographers. After that, you will have to unfortunately wait for a little while for most of our patients for you to have your treatment. We do understand that can be quite stressful for patients. It is something that will allow us to actually prepare the treatment the best possible for the patient. Do you want to carry on? Yeah, everyone who has a CT scan might have slightly different experience dependent on the bit of the body. Some people, if they're having treatment in their head or on their neck or even on the top of the chest, we'd make a mask, which it looks a bit like a mesh that we put over. And for the, some people that have other parts of the body, we use different what we call immobilization devices to make sure you can keep still throughout the treatment. So no wriggling around, tapping your toes or anything like that. It's just a case of keeping nice and still. And for the most part, for most people, they will need to breathe normally. Some people might have to do different techniques with their breathing. But again, that depends on the type of the body. And that's all planned at that CT scan appointment. And that's all decided with the patient, really, because it depends on how the patient can manage and they can manage a certain position. So as much as it's us picking what what we need to do, it's a case of what actually can the patient manage for treatment. Some patients will also have a tattoo made. So it's like a tiny little dot of ink under the skin surface. And some patients will have one, some patients will have three. And that depends on the, again, a part of the body we're retreating. And they are like a permanent tattoo that doesn't wash away. So we can get you back in the same place every single time. Yeah, about the tattoos, there is other places where they're not done. So if you're talking to any of your colleagues that had radiotherapy in a different place, they don't have tattoos. We will get there, but so far, unfortunately, that's what we need today to keep our patients as stable as possible, really. So what are the different types of radiotherapy? There's a few different types, isn't there, Diana? Yeah, we have a few. At Addenbrooke, so we will uh, deliver external radiotherapy where the machine kind of delivers from outside you. You'll just be lying on the bed and the machine will deliver Around, as I mentioned before, we use photons for most of our patients. However, because x-rays work in a very different ways, there is other things we can do, which we then call electrons. So some of those patients also don't need the CT scan we mentioned before. That's kind of more of a superficial treatment. can also be done with lower energy x-rays compared to the high energy x-rays that we use for everything else. These days, sometimes we use proton beam therapy that is not available at Addenbrooke. It's not available for every patient and it's not suitable for every patient, but it is an option. Also, we can do what we call brachytherapy. At Addenbrooke, we technically only do it for gynae. You kind of have the sources inserted into your body, which kind of a minor surgery. Why would you have radiotherapy? So for cancer treatment, at the most part, 50% of patients will have radiotherapy as a part of their treatment plan, whether this is the main treatment or part of a, tr- a combination such as before or after surgery or alongside another treatment such as chemo. We are one of the biggest cancer treatments that are delivered. A huge chunk of patients will get radiotherapy. 
Um, some patients actually will have like a benign condition, so something that's not like a cancerous diagnosis, and radiotherapy can help with that to be an alternative for surgery. So we do see some people who don't actually have cancer come for radiotherapy for different treatments. So don't be alarmed if that's something you have. It doesn't mean that you have cancer. It is just another treatment option. And some patients will give radiotherapy to help cure their cancer. Some will have this to help make their symptoms better and just maybe keep the cancer at bay for some time. What are some of the common misconceptions about radiotherapy? I've got a few, Deanna. Do you want to okay. start? Do you want me to give it a go? One of the ones I get all the time is, will it burn? Yeah, I think it's mainly, it is a misconception, but I think it's only because when people explain their symptoms to someone that's going to have radiotherapy, it's similar to a sunburn. Your skin will be kind of red and kind of irritated. So I feel like people just compare it because there's nothing else kind of like it. However, as a radiographer would say, it's more of a rush or a little bit more of a your skin would go a bit pink. For some patients, it's worse, unfortunately. And obviously, it also depends, as we said before, of where you're being treated and how much dose we are giving to you. And also, I think it is important to notice that if you know someone that had radiotherapy 20 years ago, it's a total different treatment. Your skin reactions will hopefully not be as bad. So try not to be alarmed by that either. I wouldn't say I see as many terrible skin reactions these days. I don't think it's as bad as a burn or a burn from fire. Maybe it's a little sunburn. Yeah, I agree. A little bit like a sunburn. My other one I've got is that radiotherapy hurts when it's being delivered. You don't feel it at all. You don't see it. The one thing that some people find is just the position is quite uncomfortable. The bed's hard and it's not like a nice memory foam mattress. But it doesn't hurt, does it, Diana? No, as far as I can tell, I've spoken to many people that have to speak to people every day. Some people also think it goes a bit warm. I can't go against them. Never have it myself. Can't say it doesn't. But as far as we believe from research, you don't really feel anything. Most of it is just uncomfortable, as you said, because it's half of the time we're just trying to get your other organs away from what we're treating, try and spare them. That's literally it. So as far as I'm aware, it doesn't help. One of my top ones that I get asked is that you'll be radioactive from treatment. Now, I think we can both confirm that you will not be radioactive from radiotherapy. No, you will not be radioactive for turning to Hulk. I had many patients ask me this before. Do you kind of understand where the will I be radioactive come from? Because a lot of our patients have nuclear medicine before and you do become radioactive from that. Our radiation is different and there's a higher dose. Uh, but it's only on when the machine is on. Otherwise, if you think about it as a therapy radio for a week, then it worked for like, what, two weeks? Realistically, because then we wouldn't be as healthy as we are. So you won't be radioactive. You can see children, you can see a partner, you can sleep with your partner. That's no problem at all. Any other misconceptions, Deanna, that people ask you about? Not necessarily, but I would say a lot of people don't realise how localized radiotherapy is and end up talking either with other patients in the waiting area or someone from their family that had radiotherapy before and they will be kind of reporting them the symptoms are not really 
caused by what we are doing because they are in a completely different part of the body. So it's also something to have into account is your symptoms or your side effects. And unfortunately, we can't avoid them. We do our best, but we didn't reach the part where we can just target cancer cells yet one day, hopefully. But it's try and kind of trust your radiographers because a lot of the times is actually not us causing it and you might be masking some other problem. So just try not to use, it's not really a misconception, but it kind of goes in the same category. Oh, I have got one more. The radiotherapy is only for those people that are really, really sick. And both of us would agree that actually radiotherapy is often for curing cancer and can be the primary treatment that people will have to cure their cancer and it won't be that the someone is very very sick they could just be anybody you wouldn't know they were having radiotherapy if they were just walking along the street um yeah definitely I would say most of our patients are so well when they come they are our patients they come and go all the time you kind of don't realize that sometimes they are sick and you kind of don't see the after but I would say we are a pretty mainstream outpatient department most of our patients are fine you come into the waiting area you could be in an audiologist or anything else if you didn't know it was radiotherapy you don't necessarily know people have cancer I think it's just because of the obviously the misconception of is because I have to be really really sick however as we were saying before we do everything to spare your other organs because we expect you to have a long life ahead of you most of them the patients of course unfortunately some of them we know as you said before we're there to control their pain we're there to give them a bit more quality of life that is not necessarily untruth for some some of our patients are really sick but i would say i guess 75 percent of our patients are a complete normal outpatient department so please don't be scared when you come to radiotherapy Is radiotherapy a new treatment? So not at all. It's been around for many decades and it was first developed back in the early 19th century. And it was discovered by scientists who found some types of radiation could be used for medical imaging. But if you repeated those things, the radiation caused damage, which then prompted them to look at whether radiation can be used to treat cancer. And this research was continued to see how we can measure the dose and see how people responded to the radiation, which is why we know a lot about how radiation works biologically these days and why we get side effects from radiotherapy. So all that research from way back in the early 19th century has really changed the way we think about radiation as well. Yeah, um, I think people think it's a new thing because you don't actually ever see it reported in mainstream media, really. Most people know about chemotherapy, I would say, because patients do get very sick, as we were saying before. So you kind of end up knowing that people are having cancer treatment, but radiotherapy has been for a long time. It kind of was found, as far as I remember from uni, a lot of it was first used to kind of do radio masks, but then they found out that was damaging people's skin and they were becoming ill because they were irradiating them. But then they realised that if it's in small doses and in separate days, it will kind of just help them instead. So, yeah, we are, we're here for a long time. I would just say 
if you compare a machine from when I, I, I study in Portugal, we had very ancient machines compared to the UK, and it came a long way from them. I, as, as you said, I graduated in 2011, but I used a lot of lead blocks and things like that that you don't see these days, and other things that will most likely create more side effects than all of our machines now. But I think the most important thing to know, even if we consider this new technology and this new status quo of radiotherapy, let's say, it is important to understand that everything we do is based on clinical research. I think it's the most important part to kind of understand is we came a long way, but all of that is evidence-based. It wasn't done just because we decided, say, there is years of background research of understanding how radiation works, of understanding what's the best way of using it to cure cancer and to kind of also ensure that it doesn't damage your normal, normal organs in a way that your quality of life can carry on. So I think that's even more important than is it here for a long time is, is definitely uh, researched. There is a lot of things out there if you want to go and read. There is some websites over there that I'm pretty sure we can put in the description below uh, that will help you to kind of have an idea of what we do. Thank you for joining us on our first episode. Our next episode, we take a look back in the history of radiotherapy with our patient representatives who've worked in radiotherapy in decades gone by and then have came back years later, unfortunately, for radiotherapy treatment themselves. So thank you, Deanna, for joining us. Thanks, Rachel, for inviting me. That was very nice. Yeah.